Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and thank you for joining us. You've reached Colors in the Void. My name is Matt, and I'll be joined today with Billy. We're going to explore everything from the mysteries of the universe to methods for happiness, ways for living, family, death, divorce, marriage, children, you name it. So I'm going to go ahead and try to activate Billy here, and hopefully he'll be able to join us and and chime in and be able to give us some of his wisdom and insights. Um, So, um, Billy, can you hear us? Yes, aloha and welcome. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Billy and I just thought it would be a good idea to put it out there and and start recording and cataloging some of our our discussions and and philosophies and explorations, and hopefully you guys will enjoy it. And as it says in the description, uh, we don't want to bring too much definition or clarification to what is exactly what we're doing. I think because we're we're trying to figure it out and, and let it kind of evolve naturally, and uh, if there's things you want to talk about or topics you'd like to see us address in the future, just shout and let us know, and we'll happily uh, try to tackle that moving forward. Um, so, Billy, as I was uh, commuting, I went. I had a great long weekend in the uh, Pennsylvania, kind of just personal R&R, a little hiking, a little spa, a little just uh, just trying to clear yeah. my head and, and get, get out from underneath the pressures of life. And on the way back, I was thinking, well, God, what are we going to talk about today? Um, so I don't know. If yeah, what are we going to talk? What are we going to talk about today? <laughs> Who knows? Um, you know, wh- wh- I, I, I'll just throw this question out to you, Billy. What does it all mean? It. There you go. There's there's a good, good opening it. one for you. It. Yeah. So, what is the purpose? I think the true purpose is first to really be aware of who are you? Who is your authentic self? And then to live that authentic self fully. You know, each of us is one individual puzzle piece in this this matrix. And if we're not providing our unique abilities and talents and also our foibles and our failures, all of it, then... I think we're robbing humanity short. So it's that first step of really just truly who are you? What makes you come alive? And, yeah, it's funny when I when I, yeah, that's that's awesome stuff. When I when I talk to people at my place of work and I'm, you know, deciding whether or not somebody would be a fit, I'll ask them the same question. I'll say, you know, what were you put on this earth to do? When you, if you could go yeah. to a job where you got up in the morning and did something that just turned you on and was effortless, what would that be? And you'd be amazed the answers you get from people. Um, yeah, they'll talk about their choir group and how they help you know troubled youths get off the street, and they'll talk about um, 
you know, art or music or all these amazing things that just, and almost invariably when I hear that, when I hear there's a disconnect between, you know, what it is that we're trying to accomplish and what it is that this person was put here to do, I kind of give them permission to, why don't you explore, why don't you, you know, back off, write some things down, soul search, search on what that is and how you can make that happen in your life. It's really important, you know, if you're, if you, what's the point of, you know, living a life of servitude or doing something makes you unhappy or worse like you said not you know contributing what you were put here to do so right so how do you how do you go about finding out what that is I think most people know I really do I think that most people know I do yeah I don't think they know how to get from A to B I don't think they know how to take this thing that they're passionate about whether it be you know gardening or you know, raising kids or art or music or, you know, what, you know, saving the environment, tattoos, doesn't matter. They know there's something that they're passionate about. There's something that's just, just complete bliss for them. They just don't know how to make right. that a career, <laughs> which is easier said than done. I get that. I recognize that that's a, that's a hard transition, but it's easier. Well, I think I a think lot of people that think. just can't be done. I think that in just the way our culture and society is organized, especially in our capitalistic culture, a lot of times that just can't be done. Right. Oh, if you, no I'm, I'm going to have to fight you on that. Uh, what count name one thing that couldn't be done. You know, um, you, somebody making a, li- making making a, a living, living farming the way that you want to do it. I, I, yeah. Well, there, there's lots of people with these amazing, you know, honeybee lip balm and, you know, fresh uh, clover honey. And there's lots of people, you know, bringing their produce to farmer's markets. And, you know, are they having the, the, the wild financial success that most people devi- define, you know, a good business under? You know, probably not. But are they happy? Mm. Are they making enough money to, to, to make it work? You know, some of them, yes. I mean, there's a woman in town here and where I live. Uh, it's called Jenny's Ice Cream. You know, it's all these supernatural, organic, farm fresh, uh, local ingredients, and it's just the most amazing ice cream, and not cheap. Um, I want a little, by the way. Yeah, it's so good. And, you know, and she, I'm sure she was, you know, five, seven, eight years ago. She was like, "There's no way I could, you know, take my love for ice cream and the culinary arts and build it into some business." But she's got an amazing business. Um. So I don't know. I I don't. I think you're right that our society makes it hard for you. And more importantly, I think what it does is it, it shrouds or masks you from that truth. It, 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 it's not so much that it won't allow you to do it. It's that it tricks you into thinking it's impossible. I think that's the bigger problem. Yeah, I think I agree. I think there's a real uh, cultural, not all the time, right? We're not speaking to, uh, to everyone, but uh, in general, a real disconnect between what our American culture says is success and what we're talking about as authentic personal success, right? So if you're, if what makes you come alive is something that doesn't produce a lot of income for you, then does that mean you're a failure? You know, our society might say so. Let's say you, um, you know, need to be on assistance. And not that that's an awful thing, 
But there's a lot of people that, you know, potentially look down on that. Like you're not doing the best thing, but if you're thriving authentically and you're happy, you know, there's that disconnect. Um, I forget what country it is. Is it Bhutan or something like that where they measure um, not gross national product, but gross national happiness? Well, which country that, do you think it is? I can't remember. Oh, my God. Is it I think it might be a Scandinavian country. I've heard of that, though, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, regarding the assistance thing, yeah, I think some people get in a position where they, they need that. But, you know, I mean, what, what it was designed for is uh, not a handout, but a hand up. You know, if you use assistance as a way to get your business underway, because, you know what, I bet you every single person who got lost a job or, or quit a job or had some sort of, you know, philosophical disconnect and said, I'm going to start that dream business of mine. Every one of them went from, you know, a decent income to zero. And at that moment, they were probably eligible for certain assistance programs that allowed them to create that small business. I think, you know, a fair share of small businesses in America start out with some sort of assistance program. Um, you know, I don't know, a third of them or 20% of them, but but I bet you a significant amount. Um you know, I don't think a lot of business gets started with some big Wall Street seed money or some giant amount of money. It's it's amazingly simple to start a business. And you know, I speak from experience. I, I've every paycheck I've ever taken since the day I graduated college, I wrote in my own hand, and that was you know a couple decades ago. You know, so I I know I've started and succeeded in a couple businesses, and I've started and failed in a couple businesses, and none of them. Crazy expensive to start, frankly. My first business, um, I got $80,000 of, of influx of money, and within six months, we had completely blown all of that investment to, with nothing to show for it. And literally from that moment, from the phoenix from the ashes, we took out a, a card table and two folding chairs and started hitting the two line telephone back, you know, pre internet, and just started, you know, cold calling people in, in the sector that we were trying to get some some traction in which was a kind of a pivot from where we had lost all the money but close enough you know where it wasn't a complete starting over but that was literally if you if you took from that moment if you started the the money meter and how much it cost us to go from you know zero to 60 miles an hour on a, on a business that was tanks you know claw to survive you're talking less than a hundred dollars um you know, so it can be done, and it's not that hard. If you believe in it and you have passion and you have drive and you're willing to work hard, and it really gets down to what you said in the beginning, Billy. It's just about following your true, authentic self. Uh, Billy, I want to ask you a question. You, you, you threw something in my world, in my face, the, uh, when I was out visiting you in the, the Big Island, um, talking about being vulnerable. Tell me, yes. tell me your philosophy on that. Uh, being vulnerable. Um you know, I think a lot of times we talk about vulnerability as a weakness. Like you're um, you're not solid, you're not strong if you're vulnerable. Um, but really, I think vulnerability talks about the idea of being. It's the ultimate strength because it's being able to admit that we're human. It's being able to admit that we're scared about things, that we feel shame about things, and it's taking the judgment uh, in the best-case scenario when we are allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. It's taking the judgment out of that. It's recognizing 
that as humans, we're far more similar than different. And we all share feelings that a lot of times aren't very savory. At the same time, we all share feelings that are wonderful. Um, but to be open to, at, le- at the very least, being aware of that within yourself and at the best, being able to acknowledge and express and to share that with people, I think allows you to have a much deeper, uh, meaningful, connected human experience um, because it's it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent of us, of, of of human beings, and ultimately, the outcome of that is a much richer human experience than saying, yeah, "Oh, I was, was going to say, what's the payoff? What's the payoff?" The, the payoff is is. Um, I think true living wholeheartedly um, and living in a way that um, where we experience the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And that's such a rich experience. I think a lot of times we see that um, a quote unquote negative experience or a negative emotion is a problem. And vulnerability shoots right to the heart of the mistruth of that, where our negative experiences are just as valuable and important and meaningful as our positive experiences. But somehow we, we want to put those negative experiences in the closet for fear that people might judge us that we cried at a sappy part of the movie or whatever it might be. Um, right. You know, it's... Um, Interesting. It's freeing. It's but yeah, liberating. that's the way we're taught. That's how we're conditioned. We're we're supposed to, you know, I I I, I I'm not fighting you on this because you're I believe you and I, I believe, but it's like vulnerability. You know, if you open yourself up, you'll get hurt. You know, being vulnerable. You know, if you if you open the the breastplate of your armor, guess what happens? Someone jousts a spear right through it, and so that's how we were taught and conditioned and. You know, um, I I don't really I'm, – I'm still struggling with, like, w- being vulnerable, A, it's embarrassing, B, I feel like I'm opening myself up for judgment, ridicule, or, or even worse, you know, take – you know, they, they're they behind the scenes now. They're, the, 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 the shroud has been lifted, and um, now now they can see past the curtain, and, and that can be a, great, a very dangerous experience if, if, if done with the wrong person in the wrong way. Um, well, the funny know, thing is, the people, that, the, payoff. the people that are jousting and the people that are seeing have the same exact pain that you do. And that's the funny thing. It's not like yours and mine and anyone else's are really that different. Yeah, they have a different flavor. But as human beings, we share the majority of our emotional experiences are very, very, very similar. Um, and people that say not... Um, aren't truthful in my opinion. And the reality is the payoff is that when you open yourself up to potential hurt, you also open yourself up to all the joy. You know, (laughs) as human beings, we don't selectively block. You don't, you can't block hurt and think that you're going to receive joy. When you block, you block it all. You block the hurt and you block the joy. Um, 
Now, there's a big difference between happiness and joy and pleasure, and we can talk about that in a little bit. But if you are interested in truly experiencing the deep love connectedness and the wonderful joy that's available to us as human beings, it's, it's, it's not anything but necessary to be vulnerable. Otherwise, it's just not possible. So you're saying and vulnerability you is, is, is you're suggesting that it's the the yin to the yang or the those dark you know tough moments that you can truly appreciate the great ones is that kind of what you're saying? Well, it's, they go hand in hand, right? So I like the the yin and the yang. It, it forms the complete circle. Um, that's our complete experience as, as human beings, and. You know, if you if you think, oh, I'm gonna I'm going to go about my day to day business and make sure that I don't get hurt, you're gonna be pretty sure that you don't receive a lot of joy either. You, we can't selectively block; it just doesn't work like that. Our our emotional makeup it just doesn't work like that. And people that say they do are faking it. Sorry, folks, but you are. Um, so it's not that the dark times allow us to appreciate; it's that they just come in totality, both the hard times and the great times. And we have to be open to both of them. And just because we're having hard times doesn't mean that that's a problem. And I think that's a false connection that we make too much. Um, you, you, you had um, mentioned some other people might be sharing your same, that when you're vulnerable, it's almost like you're, you're letting other people know that they're not alone, that, 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 Honesty and vulnerability can can have impact on others in a way that that's that that's meaningful. Uh, speak to that a little bit. Well, as far as our time similarity. when you were vulnerable, in it. Well, no, well, I think the it, time when you were vulnerable that you feel like it impacted someone needed to see your vulnerability and it and it helped the situation or or. I think it can happen in every single interaction. I mean, the classic thing is when you run into someone and they say, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? And typically we say, oh, I'm doing fine. The kids are doing this and I'm doing that. And, da, 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 da. and it's small talk. But, you know, try and experiment and next time. And if someone says, you know, hey, how are you doing? And you know you have a couple minutes to talk. And you can say, well, you know what? And you, you open up to a, a deep conversation and you say, well, you know, I'm actually having a, a pretty hard time right now because of A, B, and C, and this is the way that I'm dealing with it. I appreciate that you're asking. And, and you are going to see, and, and if you're standing in front of someone that gives a damn, that they're going to go there with you. And they're going to go, oh, it's okay to talk about these things. And then all of a sudden, shockingly, we're being human with each other. How amazing. And that feels so much richer than talking about um, how busy you might be at work or what the score of the game might be. It's yeah. just a deeper well, it, experience. It, yeah. yeah, and as you're, as you're talking about this, and, and hang in there with me because I'm trying to piece this together. And, and But it's almost like vulnerability is, um, you know, experiencing life in its totality, you know, the yin and the yang, kind of experiencing the good with the bad. You know, the bad is a reference to the good, but also the bad and the good, both being equally beneficial and part of life uh, and can be, you know, 
wonderful in a lot of ways. I remember hearing somebody says, you know what, dime, uh, pressure makes diamonds. You know, it's like that, 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 that galvanizing pressure of a tough situation is what brings out the beauty of something like a diamond. Um, right. And, and so that's vulnerability. Authenticity is about kind of being true to yourself, being truthful, being, being open and honest, you know, not putting up these facades, not, you know, vulnerability is about re- removing some of the protections that we've put in front of us. Whereas authenticity to me feels more about stop putting on those masks that you keep putting on, whether it be, you know, how something hurt you or how you feel, or if you're in a, in a tough, you know, conversation at work or with a friend that you would just kind of just humble yourself to be honest for a few minutes and see if that doesn't move the needle further quicker. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my recap of what you just said. <laughs> How'd I do? Yeah. 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 I, I, I agree with you. And I think those two uh, dynamics of authenticity and vulnerability really go hand in hand because when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we access more of our authentic self. You know, that all of the hard times that have come before us make us who we are right now. They're not bad things. They're the building blocks of what's occurring right now for us in our human experience. So we'd never want to um, shame those or disrespect those or take those away or not um, allow those to be in our own personal history books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So a recap, you, you're listening to colors in the void um, uh, with, with Billy from Hawaii and my name is Matt. The reason why we put this show together and whatever you've heard thus far in this episode, I, I promise you next episode will probably be completely different. Although, Maybe over time there'll be a certain common denominators and anchor points to, to our philosophies, and hopefully you connect with them. But you know we're going to cover things like you know marriage and death, divorce, addiction, uh, love, happiness, the universe, God, other higher powers. You know, and we're, there's really going to be nothing off limits. And and so I'm going to ask both of us, Billy, to try to articulate, and I'll, I'll probably throw it to you first. Just if you had to sum up what it is that this experiment's about, what, what would that be? And then secondly, part two of that question is, not only who do you want to intend that message for, but, but what outcome? Like what would you hope that a listener might take away? What, what would a listener be struggling with or, or hope, be hoping to accomplish by tapping into this? this uh, and then what do you hope that they would take away? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, before um, – I address those. I also want to mention um, that all of this is right off the cuff. Um, you know, we, we don't have any, any planned scripts or even topics. And uh, Yeah, we don't even have, we don't even have an outline. No outline. <laughs> and, I think, no. and we're probably um, going to do that. That's, that'll probably be one of the common denominators is that we will literally come in blind and just right. try to talk about what's going on and some of the things we think are interesting. And, but anyway, go continue. So, so if some of it's fumbling, then that's just how it goes. And it's really bred from um, my deep love and connection with you, Matt, and my enjoyment in having these conversations. Um, so thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same. Um, so in, in addressing those questions, what, what were they again? Um, who, uh, what, what, what do you think this show is about? Who do you think it's intended uh-huh. for? And what do you, what's the outcome you vote for anyone who might listen? Well, for me, the intention is just so I get to talk to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair enough. 
Yeah. Um, and you know, there's a, there's a selfish aspect is that I really enjoy our conversations and, um, talking about these topics. Um, I think it's intended for anyone that likes listening to this kind of stuff. Um, uh, whoever that is. Um, and, and what they can get from it is what they can get from it is our words, our love, but also hopefully a hmm, an increased motivation to go inside their own selves to again figure out what makes them come alive around some really important shared topics um, that we we all share as human beings, um, like you mentioned uh, relationships and death and love and um, I don't know. That's a lame answer, yeah. but that's what comes to no, mind. No, no, that was good. That was uh, came out better than you think. But um, no, I, I think I, <laughs> I I agree with you know to lighten your load. I think at some level that would, I'll, I'll start with the end uh, on my answer. Nice. Um, you know, to, to to lighten your the the load of someone who might be carrying something heavy, or, or to um, you know shine a light in the direction of someone who's searching and wanting to kind of get get further down the road. Um, you know, I th- I think this you know, who's the target audience, like you said, anyone wants to hear our words and, and um but but I think that there's certain people who, you know, are, are searching or discovering or exploring. You know, I, I was think I was when I was driving today on my commute back from my little retreat, um, uh, I was like, you know, do we, do we want to attract a and again, completely unscripted. None of this is uh, we just planned this lot yesterday, right? So this this first episode <laughs> was, was, you know, yeah. my drive out to Pennsylvania for my retreat. We talked about, hey, let's jump on a blog Sunday afternoon. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that we, we, we attract like-minded people who are also, you know, forward-thinking and trying to, you know, certainly I, I hope that, that others, you know, who, who think and feel the same the way that we do. And, and by, you'll, you'll disagree with things we said. You'll think it's completely out of left field or that's not on base. You know what? Don't don't make definitions. Don't pigeonhole. Don't put anything in a box. You know there, there'll be a, there's probably a right. five minutes of every episode that you're going to connect with in a deep way, and the other twenty five minutes you're going to be like, I don't agree with that, or you know we'll we'll offend some sensibility. You know what? I'm going to ask you to just put all that aside and just hang with us. Like it's 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 improv. It's like jazz. You know you're going to have eighteen minutes of something that's going to make you weep, and you're going to have you know twelve minutes of something you wish you could wash out of your ears. Um, so, so the, the, the people who are the people who are at the same uh, you know level or, or searching or seeking or exploring the same topic certainly that's part of the the, the tribe, but also um, you know people who are lost and looking for guidance and are just kind of you know struggling with, with with some of these things that we'll be talking about, um, yeah. you know and then you know I started with the end in mind which was you know hopefully we can lighten your load or shine light on a path that'll help you you know, get to where you're going or, or to get out of where you are if you're not in a happy place. Um, we got about two and a half minutes left, Billy. Um, okay. You, uh, it's really about being happy. About it's Happiness is not as fleeting and hard to obtain as most people think. And uh, on the drive out to Pennsylvania, Billy was sharing something with me about, about uh, we were kind of talking about the cup of happiness. Billy, you got any thoughts or things you want to share with the audience today about that? Well, I can just recap a little bit of that. I know we're really, really short on time here. Um, 
but you know, I think first of all, we really need to be discerning between pleasure and happiness. Um, the difference being pleasure is uh, feels great, uh, and then when that stimulus is gone, so is the feeling. Where happiness is a slow, long burn, diesel fueled sense of well-being all the time, irregardless of what stimulus is in front of you. And um, I really think the key to our happiness um, is almost opposite of pleasure, where pleasure is kind of a taking and um, true happiness is uh, giving. And I always picture our heart door swinging from in to out. And the way to fill that happiness cup is really through giving. And this kind of came to me many, many times and, and through my work also. Um, but um, in a little bit of a revelation I had just the other night where I realized that my life isn't for me. It's for other people, um, which makes it that much more important to take care of it um, so that um, I may be able to, to give to other people. And I think that's part of why um, I agreed with you to do this. So hopefully, like you said, there'll be some benefit to maybe even just one person um, through the giving of our time and these conversations. Um, yeah. And that's what really makes me happy. Um, and I can only go with that. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, so with the 30 seconds remaining, yeah, I'll just kind of echo what Billy said, yep. you know, giving and, and pouring your love into the world is, is a great font of happiness. You know, a lot of people think you got to take to be happy. You got to consume to be happy. You got to earn to be happy. And, and the reality is, is that at least what we were talking about Friday, and we're going to explore this in deeper detail in our next episode is, is, is tapping into that giving and how happy and how fulfilling that can be. So thanks for joining us on Colors in the Void. Tune in next week where we'll explore happiness. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.